Micro Monday again, the microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, Community Manager at Micro.blog, and I'm pleased to welcome Helga, who is Helga G on Micro.blog. Hi, Helga. How is it going? Hi, Jean. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, going well here. Yeah. Well, would you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, including maybe where here is? Yeah, I can do that. My name is uh, Helge. Uh, I'm Norwegian by birth, and I grew up in the city of Bergen on the west coast of Norway. I think the weather there is mostly comparable to Seattle. We are known for uh, heavy rain. I think we have Mm -hmm. an average of 240 rainy days per year. Wow. So that's uh, that's a lot. Then after uh, I grew up, I went to university in Edinburgh in Scotland, and I lived there for four years. Then I moved back to Norway and worked in Bergen and Oslo for around seven years, and I moved to Portugal in uh, 2002, and where I now wow. live and uh, have a house and a family here in Lisbon. Yes, this is the Portugal uh, series for Micro.blog. <laughs> was last on the last episode we had Mike, um, who also lives in Lisbon, and I know that you two have crossed paths in the in the city of Lisbon. In fact, yeah, we've uh, had the pleasure of meeting a few times. We both share an interest in beer, and there is uh, <laughs> there is a very nice. Uh, beer place close to where he lives and where I have my office. So we've uh, met there a couple of times. That has been really, really nice. (laughs) Nice. So tell me a a little bit about uh, what got you interested in in coming to Micro.blog. Okay, that's a little bit of a long story. I joined Twitter in uh, 2007, I think. But then over the years, it was increasingly getting different from that community feeling that it had in the beginning. So then uh, something called app.net appeared on the scene as an alternative to Twitter, and I joined there. But uh, unfortunately, it didn't uh, survive in the long run. And then from following the Mac developer scene, I knew of Manton from the Core Intuition uh, podcast he has with uh, Daniel Jalkett. So I joined the Kickstarter campaign for micro.blog. It was back in 2017, I think. That's right. Uh, And then I've been a little bit on and off, uh, but I really started using it heavily in the beginning of this year. And now I'm a very happy uh, regular user of of micro.blog. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, situation that you've been on micro.blog since the Kickstarter, which was almost four years ago now. Oh, time flies. (laughs) <laughs> I know. And it has changed tremendously since uh, the early days and when it was just the Kickstarter backers only while we rolled it out. Was there anything that made you come back this year in particular uh, as a more active user? Two things, I think. One was the fact that we're almost everybody housebound uh, these days, so we have more time. And also I found the interaction, I got very much more of the community feeling uh, now. And there are so many nice people. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's it's just nice to be <laughs> on micro.blog because uh, 
people are uh, behaving uh, like normal people, which is <laughs> getting increasingly rare around. Yeah. So I'm really, really enjoying the interactions. Yeah, it does feel that way to me too. It's just yeah, a bunch of people <laughs> and they, with all their people interests and and uh, enthusiasms and quirks exactly. and you know problems yeah. and complaints, but and everybody everybody is very supportive. So if you have a bad day or have a problem and you <laughs> pour yeah. it out there, you usually get a lot of uh, support back, which I find really really nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and, and I think it's interesting that if you want to have something that has a community, it's never going to start on day one. No. You know, you don't get instant community. Here's the community, <laughs> just add water and boom. And, you know, there definitely were times early on, it was hard for me to imagine that it would get to the point where it is now. And I also think that, you know, even now, I, I can't really imagine how it's going to be, say, four years from now. Um, it grows slowly, but it's, it grows very solidly yeah. now. And I like that a lot. So it's very, uh, it, it's gratifying both for me and for Manton to see that something that he imagined could work is working. <laughs> yeah, well, that's wonderful also from a user perspective. So I'm, yeah. I'm very happy it's working out. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. And I, I do think that the pandemic has actually helped us. I, I mean, when it first started, you know, to become an issue, I, I of course, worried, like, I wonder if this is going to bring down a lot of small businesses, which, of course, it has. Um, but in our case, we are offering something um, that you know helps a lot of people out. I think during this uh, during this particular time. So that's that's uh, you know knock on wood. Uh, I'm not going to knock. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm mentally knocking yeah. on wood. Uh, but yeah, I you know one thing that I've noticed this year, particularly is that photography has kind of blossomed on micro.blog. Um, there were always people posting photos and, you know, people interested in photography. Um, I didn't really, um, I would say that initially, I thought micro.blog was going to be more like Twitter, you know, with mostly text and then a few photos. But now I've, I've come to appreciate that you know, the photos are the way that a lot of people are communicating. Yeah. And uh, I think that's given it a, that's made it more fun, actually, because we get to see stuff um, from around the world. And, uh, and you've, your photos, especially your latest photos by the, um, by the coast. How far is that coast from where you live? Ah, uh, it's very close. It's, uh, 20 minutes by car from uh, wow. my house to the other side of the river and then out to the beaches. Because my, wow. my son is doing uh, surfing lessons. So while he, oh. while he is surfing, I just walk around and, uh, and shoot pictures there. Yeah. So that's actually one of the things I use Microdot blog more for lately is, is posting pictures because I've, uh, 
gone back into having photography as a hobby. And uh, mm -hmm. it's very nice to have a, an outlet where I can show my photos and get some, uh, get some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, it looks spectacular there. I mean, very lately, you know, the, the sort of dark, cloudy, foreboding, rough seas. <laughs> that's, that definitely evokes a feeling. Yeah. Um, for sure and and it's also fun uh, to see the evolution from how it is in the summer and then through the autumn and until the winter because it's actually quite a big change in uh, in the yeah. scenery and the, the way the sea behaves yeah yeah i was thinking about our um our project in october where we did the day in the life of microdot blog um that if we did another one of those it should be in a different season, yeah. you know, like to have a comparison. Yeah, so not make it an annual thing exactly, but something that like is seasonal, sort of <laughs> seasonal, but not four times a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not four times a year. So yeah, maybe next summer uh, would be a good time. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, of course, it'll be the opposite for our friends in New Zealand and Australia um, who will have a short day and <laughs> have winter. But uh, that's, that's also what makes it fun. I'm glad we have, you know, some pretty active folks from down under because it just reminds you like the world is very big, yeah. <laughs> big enough to have two completely different, you know, seasons <laughs> at the same time. So uh, I enjoy that. So, so we talked about photography. We didn't. Well, beer. I don't know what. What can we say about beer? What's your favorite? Uh, what do we, What do you go for when you're not trying to like experiment? You just want a good beer. Then I go for a German wheat beer. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's my go to nice. beer. I see. And I also like uh, the Belgian uh, Trappist beers. Okay. So I, I go between those two. And I also yeah. I also brew my own beer. So Really? Yeah. Wow. So I've That's What's your beer like? Well, actually the first beer I made was a was a wheat beer. And when mm -hmm. I tasted it, I told myself I'm never going to buy beer again because this is good. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. But uh, of course, uh I've been buying beer also, but it's also nice to to drink of my own production. Yeah, that's but I, pretty I cool. I do different types. I've done wheat beer. I've done the Belgian styles. I've done some IPAs. So I like oh, to, really? to try different things. And for a geek like yeah. me, it's the perfect hobby because there are so many little <laughs> variables you can change. Uh, the yeast, you can change the mixture of the grains, and you can try a little bit of this and a little bit of that and you get a lot of different things ah nice yeah i definitely tend toward the ipas here uh in oregon and um yeah my my taste for beer has like gone definitely far to the bitter side yeah. and less so not so much you know to the i mean i do like a nice wheat beer uh depending on the circumstances. And sometimes I just like the regular old local brew, like 
not here because we don't really have that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we only have micro brews and macro brews. Yeah. But what <laughs> when you go to a country, there's usually like a couple of you know national uh, brands that uh, everybody drinks, and uh, they're they're almost always pretty light lager beers. But yeah. I like you know they just go when you're there. They taste good, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I know the feeling. That's my experience. So, what's the Portuguese uh, equivalent of that local beer that sort of the average there person might drink? There are two drink? two big brands, uh, well, at least in Portugal. It's one is called Super Bock, and the other one is Sagres. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and then okay, there's a bit of rivalry. Who likes Super Bock? Who likes Sagres? Right. So, <laughs> That's, isn't that always the case? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I have had that experience in a couple of countries, and you want to pick your beer carefully, or at least, you know, don't offend the drinkers of the other beer. Yeah. Like if they're, <laughs> um, it's just, as a visitor, try to be neutral. <laughs> yeah, in, in Portugal, you also have the additional... Uh, uh, thing that they each support uh, different football teams. They, oh, so you have uh, either you are with that team, and then you can only have one kind of beer, or you're with the other team. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> football is also That's, very uh, big in Portugal. I can imagine. Yeah. So. Um that's all right. Let's check beer off the list. <laughs> I, I said we were going to get ten topics in wow. in, ten, in twenty minutes because uh, you have quite a, a extensive um, list of interests, and they're all very interesting. So <laughs> we'll see how we, we go. And uh, another thing on our list was German movies. Ah, uh, yes. Um, what 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 are your favorite German movies? My favorite movie. Of all times, of all places, is uh, Wings of Desire. Ah, nice. By Wim Wenders. Yeah. And that's, that is a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's magic. So I just love that it's, one. Uh, yeah. My favorite movie um, is also Wim Wenders, but it's Until the End of ah, the World. Yeah. Also a great and, movie. Uh, yeah. And I recently got the... Uh, director's cut yeah. on Blu-ray and I watched it I had to take two days to watch <laughs> it and I watched it on New Year's Eve and I think I'm going to make that my New Year's Eve regular thing to do or watch half of Until the End of the uh, World yeah. That's actually a good idea, I might join you this year because I also got the uh, yeah. director's cut uh, yeah. on a three disc set I think It's nice, there's actually you know New Year's Day, I mean it is about New Year's, yeah. uh, and about you know the end of the nineteen hundreds, nineteen ninety nine, and yeah. uh, um, I love the technology in that film. I think it was really prescient and not, but very creative. And there's some things that I do today that I think, oh, this reminds me from that movie as well, but. Uh, you know, another film that, since you're in Portugal, I was thinking of is, if we're talking about Vim Vendors, is The State of Things. Do you know the film? I don't it's think about I've a movie. Seen, uh, the State of Things, no. Oh. It's filmed in Portugal, um, and uh, 
I think it's set, in, you know, it's supposed to be Portugal. It's a film company um, that runs out of money, you know, like their backers, uh-huh. like cut their budget. And so they can't film and they're, they're making like some kind of sci-fi film, you know, um, and that end up having to hang around. And I don't even remember what happens now. Um, I think it, it might be in English. I, I get confused because I saw it when I was in Germany. Um, but uh, yeah, you should check it yeah, out. And I, I think I need to rewatch to it. <laughs> and he also did a uh, film called Lisbon Story, which oh, uh, takes yeah. place in Lisbon with a, a wonderful Portuguese singer. Uh, is oh. a female lead. So that, I'll have to check that out as well. Yeah, that's, that's um, yeah. So, um, and have you ever seen? Uh, do you know the director Dorit Dory? She's a German director. No, uh, she did a film called Men Mena, uh, and uh, it's really. Um, that was a comedy like in the 80s, I think, you know, sort of where uh, a woman dumps her husband and moves in with somebody else, but the husband really wants her back. So he becomes like room best friends or something with the, with the new boyfriend. To, but he, she doesn't know. Anyway, it's one of those like, but, but very, it was super popular when it came out. And then uh, more recently, she did a film called, uh, Enlightenment Guaranteed, which is about two brothers, German brothers, who go to a monastery in Japan. Okay. One brother is actually quite spiritual. He's like a, I don't know, I think he's an aromatherapy practitioner. But the other brother has no idea, but he his wife had dumped him, and it's the same actor who got dumped in the other movie. And he... <laughs> He just wants to leave town and he convinces his brother to take him. So you have this one sort of enlightened brother and this one screwed up brother in this Japanese monastery. Wow. It's very, very well done. Um, so, Erleuchtung Garantiert, I think it's called. Oh, so, that anyway, up. that's my recommendation. For, uh, women, uh, you know, woman director who's been really good. Cool. All right. German films, check. Uh, <laughs> What else is on the list? Um, well, bacon. You smoke bacon. I, 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 I've seen pictures of what you've done. <laughs> I guess I've posted that one as well. Yeah. No, I, I like. I love bacon, and uh, <laughs> then I have found a way to to do it myself. So I buy a pork belly and cure it, and then uh, smoke it afterwards. <laughs> and also, I like to cure fish, so I cure salmon. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I also do then uh, smoked salmon. Mm. So it's mm, nice. Well, what do you smoke it in? Uh, I actually have a smoker. So, uh. Uh, we have a kind of like a house, small house outside of the city. And uh, that's where I go to do these kind of things. So I can set my smoker up and uh, put in the, the fish <laughs> or the or the pork meat. Wow, that's so, so. So at any at any rate, you have your beer and your your smoked meats. Uh, you can you're self sufficient. <laughs> <and> everything else. 
<laughs> Everything else is a, is a bonus. It's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I also like to bake. Although coffee. Yeah. Oh, you like to bake? Yeah, bake bread. Ah, uh, uh, uh. not into cakes, but I love to bake bread. You need to put that on your uh, on your profile. Ah, it's not there. I'll, I'll update it no. after this. <laughs> I was going to ask you about coffee because that's on there. Um, do you roast your own beans too? Not yet. It's something okay. I want to do, but uh, I haven't. I haven't gotten around to it yet. But I, I drink a lot of it. That's for sure. <sighs> and finally, dog lover is on your list. Yeah. Um, do you have a dog? I have a, a nice dog called Brownie. Brownie. Yeah. She's she's more yellow than brown, but uh, the name stuck anyway. <laughs> Yeah, dogs are great. Um, I feel like we had more dogs in the in the timeline earlier on, and cats have kind of taken over. Yeah, I see a lot um, of cats in the timeline these days. <laughs> and uh, so I'm always excited when somebody gets a new dog uh, and posts a picture. It's like, I, I like them both. I mean, maybe I like dogs more, but... I like them both. And of course, I like guinea, guinea pigs. pigs yes. So, <laughs> yes, they are the best. Um, <laughs> so, well, Helga, I think I checked off pretty much everything on your profile. So, is there anything you wanted to add about uh, anything, you know, or micro.blog blog or blogging or anything before we wrap up this recording? Uh, if there was one thing, I'm not sure if that's still how it is now, but when I reply to a post, I can't put a picture. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably there's probably a reason for it, but that's something I would like to be able to do. Uh, well, I'll tell you the reason, and then I'll tell you a secret, which is, uh, it's not a secret secret, but I think the opinionated software that micro.blog is Manton. And I have talked about this because I felt the same way when I realized I couldn't reply with photos. And he said, I think that just encourages a lot of memes or gifs, you know, actually that's, you know, animated gifs. Mm. And so I, you know, that, which of course reminds me of like what the, the eye searingly horribleness of Twitter lately, mm. you know, where, <laughs> however, um, it is. There's nothing um, illegal about posting a photo in a reply. You just need to use a different client. Um, and sometimes I do it. I've used Icro to right. just. I'll open it up and I'll post a photo. I don't do it very often because it's <laughs> a little bit of a a pain. And I sometimes I just post the photo and tag the person. Yeah, that's also um, what I do these days. But it, it is a. It's a um, frequent request and i think i don't think it's on the never will we ever list i think it's on the well you know maybe we should try it some someday maybe list someday maybe <laughs> but as with everything um when we think about changes we we want to make sure we don't make a change that just messes up the whole thing yeah. you know unintentionally so I don't know. Because once you make the change, it's pretty hard to, to say to go back, yeah. that didn't work. <laughs> that yeah, didn't I see work. that. So anyway, that's my tip. Well, Helga, I really appreciate you coming on to Micro Monday and taking the time to chat with me. I know we're in 
pretty different time zones. So I appreciate you working it out to get me on your calendar. I was very happy to. And I also just want to say thank you to you and to Manton for creating uh, this wonderful community. Oh, thanks. It means a lot and coming from you. And thank you for being a part of it. And uh, listeners, if you want to follow Helga on micro.blog, there will be a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash Helga G. And thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.